was I was surprised because I was like, oh, actually, th I, this movie was not as bad as I thought it was. And <laughs> this movie's even more terrible. It was, yeah, a mess. All right, that's that's a, that's a sneak peek. We're talking about ranking all the movies. Uh, what's up, folks? Welcome to the Sidekick Show. We are live on Monday at 8 p.m. Uh, it is June 21st. Where did the time go? Um, Rob is here with me. Say what up, Rob? What up, Rob? Here, yeah. What up, Rob? <laughs> What up, Rob? We, we have a bunch of guests with us, so we've gone, we've gone crazy because this is Fast Five, so I figured we needed five contestants for some silliness that I've got coming up. Huh. So we've got Andre and Stu, who you know from the Heroes World podcast, and you've, we've got my brother, um, who uh, you know from all the other random videos and some of the podcast episodes and some sidekick, sidekick episodes. Um, so thank you, everyone, for, for joining us. Um, I don't know if we have to cover anything else. Uh, usually on the Sidekick Show, what we do is we talk a little bit about what's coming out this week, uh, comic-wise or at the shop, and then Rob will throw some news at us, and then we're going to talk about our topic at hand, which this week is Fast and the Furious 5 uh, for our countdown to Fast and the Furious 9, which I don't know if we're going to be able to see here in Canada, um, but we're, we're going to try. Um, well, at least here in Ontario. Other, yeah, yeah, parts, other parts of the country will be able to see it, but... Uh, is it the uh, fast Stu, you're on five? you're on mute, Stu. Hmm. Oh, I believe Rob and myself are driving to Quebec to buy curds, yeah, right. uh, yeah. some bagels, <laughs> and watch Fast Nine. I, Rob, I thought this was it was. Plan I, all along. Well, I thought that we were going to announce that at the end of the show, but way to uh, oh, way to just <laughs> drop it on the table early. But yes, that was we're, our. Me and Rob are going to walk in and just go bonjour to all the <laughs> Quebec. <laughs> My last name is Cadet. I must be French. Oh. Yeah, let me in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Let me in. <laughs> so, so we may or may not be road tripping. I don't know what's going to happen. We hope, fingers crossed, we'll be able to see nine somehow. Otherwise, we'll we'll maybe revisit some of the other movies or watch a uh, Fast and the Furious spinoff in the meantime, like Biker Boys or some other fantastic uh, pile of <laughs> <laughs> steaming pile of crap. Torque. Like that. Torque. <laughs> Torque. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Jesus Ooh. Christ. Ooh. All right. There's a lot of bad movies. Yeah. All right. Cool. So uh, for new releases at the shop, um, I only pulled the main book coming out this week that, that we think everyone should definitely check out. There's a bunch of stuff. We are getting the Fortnite uh, Batman crossover a reprint of issue number three. A lot of people came by on the weekend and we're missing issue three. So we are getting that one. And the newest printing, uh, and I am going to recommend the new Spawn Universe book coming out. So there is four different covers coming out for it, um, all by J. Scott Campbell, I believe. Sorry, we got a little bit of echo going on. Um, so definitely check that out. That's the launch of all these new Spawn characters, the big new Todd McFarlane announcement that we have covered previously uh, in other episodes and on the podcast. So definitely check that out. Uh, that'll be available on Wednesday, bearing any shipping delays. Uh, and, and that's it for uh, all new releases. Uh, we also have the new Cardfight Vanguard set coming out and uh, restocks of various other uh, card stuff uh, like the new, the latest Magic. So um, I'll let Rob take it away. Do you have any news? You, you know what? Actually, I think there's a lot of stuff broke um, in the last few days with respect to costume reveals and whatnot. I think uh, I imagine Pat and Chris are probably going to be covering it on this week's Hey, what I miss, which is on Thursday. So I'll let them kind of deal with that. I'm only going to just because I, I know that we need to essentially the four of us have to form a giant robot uh, to battle Andre for time because this is his love monster fast five. So we need to be able to <laughs> combine our forces, but uh, so we won't have much news, but there is a couple of John wick four rumors. I wanted to throw out there. Um, uh, so two stars apparently will be joining the John wick franchise. One of them is Wesley snipes blade himself passenger 57. 
Um, and so an unknown role. Whether or not he'll actually join this franchise is un. I have no clue. I know he had a lot of an issue about whether he was going to join the Expendables back in the day. So I, I don't even know if he'll he'll step into this world or not. But I, I there is a part of me that kind of wants to see. Although is that a bit just too not meta, but is that just too on the nose? Like it's like okay, you know it's Wesley Snipes. Does it take you out of the out of the John Wick universe? I'm not too sure. Stu nope. says no. Nope it it no. it, it worked <laughs> in a, a small vampire TV show that I was dying of laughter seeing seeing a certain uh, daywalker on a monitor talking on the other vampire council so uh it it no he needs money let's let's pay this guy he was avoiding taxes <laughs> for a while keep getting that man some checks baby let's keep on uh, going you know what i will say well these got screwed over i don't think it was him that was avoiding paying taxes it was bad, bad management um and also so there's a bit of a, a 47 ronin reunion because um mortal Kombat star uh hiroyuki sanada uh, who played Sub-Zero, I believe, in Mortal Kombat uh, reboot from earlier this year. It looks like he will be <laughs> back up with Keanu Reeves in Matrix 4 as well. That actually has me kind of excited. Uh, I'm, I'm he was also in to see that. the two minutes of the Avengers where you're like, oh, yeah, he's here. And <laughs> yeah, not here anymore. So let's carry on. Yeah. You need a yeah. Japanese guy with sword? Pick him. That's it. <laughs> uh, so in terms of like cast news that's it like i said there's a lot of uh behind the set photos uh from the flash movie that have been released uh david sandberg the director of the shazam movie fury of the gods released uh, a photo of all the shazam family with their updated costumes i'm very excited to talk about that so we'll we'll probably be covering that off this week on hey what i miss um but i just want to leave you with this is that john and i did a trailer reaction to snake eyes that came out uh, earlier this morning and suppose, oh, okay, so we're going to go right to the, the costume. <laughs> I thought you said, I thought you said, didn't you just talk about the costumes? Snake Eyes looks a lot like gonna the talk guy from Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, this is the new Snake Eyes movie. Uh, I think the guy in the middle is Snake Eyes. Wow. They're, it's a, it's a, they're doing a, real, a, a new interp interpretation of G.I. Wow. Joe. Um, they're, they're really going in on this whole Heroes uh, uh, fad. Um, but we'll talk more about that. But yeah, no, this new, the new Snake Eyes trailer dropped, G.I. Joe Origins. It came out today. John, I did a trailer reaction. So definitely, if you haven't seen it, go to the YouTube video uh, channel on Heroes World to check that out. This is supposed to be a pretty big week for trailer drops, not Spider-Man, but some other stuff. Maybe a Matrix 4. So we will see what happens the rest of this week. Supposed to be, though, some, some big trailers dropping throughout the week. So if today was the, the start of things, let's see what the rest of the week has to hold. And that's all I got for news, John, because I know we've got to get into... You'll live your life a quarter mile at a time. That is Sylvester Stallone. Can we just jump back to Snake Eyes? Because that was brutal. Can we talk about the Nicolas Cage movie, Snake Eyes? Like that that movie underappreciated at the time. <laughs> is it, is you know, it underappreciated? Gary too? Sinise. Let's let's talk about that. Caesar's Palace. There's things happening in Las Vegas. Okay, now let's keep on going fast for your uh, Andre <laughs> may, may, may <laughs> rock bottom me if I start talking about Nicolas Cage more. I guess, uh, anyways, carry on. Uh, I, I want to go quickly to Andre Matrix 4 trailer. Would that be something you want to see, Andre, or are you like, don't touch that? Uh, don't touch my Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what to think with that Matrix because you know, at first you kind of think that oh, maybe there's something to it because Keanu and Carrie Ann Moss are coming back. Don't know how. Um, it was kind of definitive at the end. Andre, it was yeah. all a dream. 
It's a Jacob yeah. Ladder situation. If, if Patrick Dempsey wakes up, he's in the shower. It's like, what happened? And it was yeah. all a dream. Actually, do you want to hear what the rumor is? So this, like, one of Stu's friends, Grace Randolph, uh, she does some scoops on online. It's questionable whether or not she's usually accurate or not. However, baby. Yep. But Grace, Grace Randolph suppo- has said and tweeted out, I think it was yesterday on Sunday, that apparently there's some intense similarities between the Matrix 4 and and Free Guy starring Ryan Reynolds in that The Matrix 4 is all of, takes place inside of video games. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. We will see. But apparently the, the, the two movies have more than just a striking similarity uh, in terms of its plot and um, stuff. Stuff. <laughs> okay, so 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 we'll see if that drops. We are definitely getting Andre's reaction to uh, a Matrix Four trailer and seeing um, if he's if he's going to be blowing up the studio or something like that. Andre <laughs> be more upset. Uh, could not be more upset about watching that trailer. I can foresee it now. Almost as angry as Ryan Reynolds as uh, Commander Shepard in the Mass Effect movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is what's going to happen. Ryan Reynolds, Mass Effect. Let's put it out there on the internet. Let's get it done. Andre will appreciate it. Trust me, he'll love it. No, I won't. I really <laughs> what? You don't want him joking around on a spaceship? Come on, it'd be great. <laughs> oh God, yeah. Okay, so let's 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 not jinx um, any more of Andre's favorite properties and <laughs> yeah and, and things. So let's let's talk one of Andre's favorite properties, um, Fast and the Furious, um, starring uh, you know maybe I'll fight Apollo, maybe I won't. Sylvester Stallone apparently, <laughs> um, <laughs> according to Rob. Uh, but, so. We're, we're talking Fast Five, arguably the turning point of this whole entire Fast and the Furious franchise, um, mm. getting away from the street racing uh, element and moving on to a more heisty style uh, action fest. Um, so I've got a little bit of stats behind it here. So a budget of 125 million, a box office of 626 million. Um, so I actually whipped together a quick graphic if you guys want to see what it looks like. So fa- fantastic, no. fantastic, furious, uh, F- fast and furious fantastic one. You can see at the very where to find yeah, them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you can see the kind of chart of of this uh, franchise's uh, basically money making uh, projections. And look at the budget of Fast Five compared to how much it made. It made like I don't know if there's a word for you know six times the amount. Like I don't know. That, off- is, that is shocking that F four made that much. That's shocking but, to me. To be fair, nothing in this world will ever make up the difference between my big fat Greek wedding. That movie cost nothing and it made more <laughs> money back by pure percentage than any other movie of all time. Because right, I think I'll, that movie cost like I'll, one I'll million. I'll add that bar graph like next time. <laughs> $400 million. So yeah. But yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, uh, released April uh, 29th, 2011 on the 10 year anniversary of Fast and the Furious 1 and we are now at the 20 year anniversary of Fantastic uh, Fast and the Furious, uh, yeah, not not to say we're old or anything, but um, that that <laughs> happened. It's it's been a hot minute. We we lived our lives a quarter mile at a time for a hot minute here, folks. Um, so uh, I think that's all we need to cover stat wise. I don't think we need to summarize the movie. I think most of you've seen it. Um, in even in the comments, I, I I can't think of anyone who we could have recruited that would have. Oh, hey, Rob's son, right? Rob, your son is the first time watching this movie. Yeah, so uh, to recap what happened, I said last week is that I was going to use, he did not want to watch this. Now, he we took him to see Hobbs and Shaw in the theater because he really wanted to see that, but refused to see th- any of these other movies. And I, I <laughs> told him it's going to be a punishment. And he had a, and he was like, no, I convinced him to watch the first 20 minutes of the first movie. He loved it. We've watched all up to number five. We finished five last night. So 
he said that he at the end of last night's episode he said or show he's like i don't know if i if this is my favorite of number one because he still really liked number one um but but he 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 has enjoyed them up until now so it can only go downhill. Oh, okay, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm I'm pretty impressed that number one and number five are kind of a toss up to him. I would have thought five for sure. Even when I popped it back in, I will uh, admit that I I thought I was you know ride or die Fast and Furious one, but five is a is a pretty good you know kind of culmination of everything they've created. Um, so the first thing I wanted to talk about with this movie is and we've done this um, in many of our podcasts to introduce this, which is the rock factor. You know, adding the rock. To a movie, um, and I think, I don't know if it's one of the sole reasons we can attribute this movie to doing so well, but I think it is one of the main reasons, because I think um, all of us saw it in the theater, to, uh, aside from Rob, this is before uh, BR, before Rob, um, so I think everyone else in this panel, we all actually went to see this together, and I'm pretty sure that didn't happen for Fast and the Furious 4, so something about 5 made us go, hey, Andre, you're coming, Chris, you're coming, Stu's coming, and a, and a whole bunch of others all came with us, and we all went to see Fast and the Furious 5 together. I, I know I would have went to see it, but I, I'm, I'm wondering what drew everyone else in to see it. So I'll let uh, – do you want to let our guests go first, Rob, and you want to do cleanup, or you want to you want to take the glory first? No? No, no, yeah. no. No, no. Like, like, like a guy in Amsterdam um, sex here. I'll do the cleanup. That's fine. Okay. So let, let me let – me, let me, <laughs> weird Rob references aside. <laughs> I'm gonna since Andre since Andre is a professional, he can recover after that weirdness. Um, Andre, can you talk a little bit about um, the rock factor in this movie? This was a role that I think originally was supposed to go to uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Stu, I don't know if you have any um, if you heard that or not, but it, basically he would. I guess he would have just been playing his U.S. Marshals version of himself as mm -hmm. this the same character. So, Andre, what do you how do you feel about the Rock Dwayne Johnson um, coming to this franchise? Well, I think I think it is exactly that. This is at a time where The Rock is literally turning his career around and he's going mainstream, you know, like like and picking decent roles and he he this is entertainment rock, you know. This is this is a guy that's 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 cutting his path into what movies he wants to do uh and stuff. And he he worked with uh uh good uh, people before, but I think this was really that I want to be that serious action hero remember we had that one with him in stifler or whatever uh you know the action comedy the rundown like that. that's a great movie you know yeah <laughs> but it's just you know it's, it's building up but this is like you know hey i want to be the action star of this generation type of thing so yeah it was a, a an amazing uh casting uh he brought like a sense of like just just scope you know like you believe everything they say about this guy like like when Brian says this, this guy's Old Testament. This guy's going to bring the wrath of God on you. You look at him. You're like, they only need him. What does he need these other four dudes for? You know. <laughs> so yeah. So I think it was perfect casting uh, for it. Uh, just, just a great, just a great role bringing him in for that. Yeah. All right. So let, let me kick it to to Stu. What you, you introduced this whole rock factor concept. So what do you think it was solely the rock? Like that. That I'll bring that bar graph up again. Like. Is is no, that is that no. is that graphic because no, no, of the no. rock? And, and I, I cannot take credit because the rock on Saturday Night Live said he was franchise Viagra. So that was like the bit that he did. So that that is the thing. I don't think it was the rock in this movie, to be very fair. I watched the trailer today before watching the movie again. And just reminding of watching that trailer, that was the reason why we saw it. Because if you watch the theatrical trailer again, it's like 
it was that heist where you saw all the characters from the previous movies coming together and you're like, oh, I need to see this movie. Never had I imagined I see Han standing next to like, you know, uh, standing next to Ludacris and all this stuff happening. I'm like, wow, this is this is the culmination of a bunch of franchises adding its secondary characters to do an Avengers style movie. This was what we imagined the Avengers could be. So The Rock was fine. Like in this movie, he's clearly lathered in a lot of cocoa butter and glistening in the sun. <laughs> So it, it, he's finding it. Like honestly, you could grab any, part, part, you know, badass in this movie, and it'll be fine. What The Rock does in successive movies is what defines what The Rock is. But in this movie, what Hobbs does is barely minimum. Like he's kind of in the background doing a couple of things. His crew gets killed, and he's like, "Toretto, ha 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 ha, I'll let you go." Like really, that's all the heavy lifting. So, so, he did so do you end. do you think that this bar graph would look the same? If it was Tommy Lee Jones, no, but, but <laughs> is what like, you're saying. No, but like let's let's talk about a comparable action star as like a police badass. Like you could you could find someone else. Like let's say let's say for example it was John Cena at that point. John no Cena, way, probably, bro. No way. John Cena just probably no could have carried off like the thing, and that's it. Like no again, what again? I'm not debating about The Rock being awesome because in the next movies he gets better. But in this particular movie, not knowing what happens in Fast Six and Fast Seven. He doesn't really do much, and that's well, fine. He's not he in need to carry he's the movie. Credible villain, though. He's 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 the credible. Guy he's not the villain. He's, he's got, the sorry, villain is sorry, it's Spanish Phil Hartman. This guy, yes, sorry, but Spanish Phil Fart, Fart, like that is the guy. Like that guy looks so much like like Phil Hartman, like from Saturday Night Live. I just sat there going, "Oh my goodness!" Like this is for all you kids who don't know, he was on SNL and he's a Canadian treasure, but. Phil Hartman uh, was was the best, and that Spanish guy was the bad guy, truly in this movie. Right, but but that bad guy is not going to throw a punch at, um, at 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 Vin Diesel. So you have you have the overboss, and this guy's a cr- like the Rock was the. I can't see anybody else they could have put that that you would have felt could have been on the same level to add tension to. Yeah, but but the thing about the Rock right? and Vin Diesel is that the tension is the Rock should just be able to like implode Vin Diesel's body with a punch. So you, he's <laughs> overqualified. Like every time I see them punch, I'm like, really? Like Vin Diesel, you can't like the Rock has to tie well, okay. you. Every yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get. Well, yeah, this we'll is, get. We'll get. This to is the, the this is the, the Kato. Oh, he couldn't beat up Robin thing. It's like no, Kato <laughs> would destroy Robin. It's freaking Bruce Lee. So like I get it. Like you're right. The Rock is an amazing, and he's a huge. Oh, Stu's mic! Your, 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 your mic cut out. Let me let me kick it to Chris while Stu's <laughs> Stu gets his mic working. So, Chris, um, my, you are my rock expert. Um, so you, we watched him in many films. I think Rundown is probably in one of your top five or top ten lists, um, for sure. We watched that movie like a million yeah. times with and without the commentary. Um, so th- Rock came into this role as very serious. I think like not his typical rock rock self. So how do how do you feel about the Rock in, yeah, the, in this I, movie? As you can tell from my shirt, I'm yeah. just a mild rock fan here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I remember that rundown. The, the rundown was one of my favorite movies. Uh, you know, I loved The Rock in WWE, and then he crossed over the movies. I, I was a big fan, followed his career. There was actually a moment in the rundown where he passes Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Arnold Schwarzenegger just like have fun or whatever, and I, that was kind of like the, the passing of the torch. But it didn't go, I guess, as smoothly at, at that kind of passing as possible. Like he did a lot of. <laughs> I looked at past. <laughs> yeah, I looked at his IMDb before this, and I, I remember that around that time he was doing like kind of like 
he did some uh, Disney movies. I think he did one where he was like a dad football player, things like that. He did one called uh, yeah. Faster, where he didn't actually, he was the lead in that movie and he didn't say a single, I don't think he said a single line of dialogue in that movie. So, you know, they had moderate success. And as to answer your question, as which is, you know, did the rock benefit? I would say it's probably, it was more of a mutual kind of perfect storm thing. Uh, I wouldn't say the numbers would do well with someone else. I think it was kind of like this. And I remember too, like he was trying to like, Pare, pare down his physique a bit because he was kind of too large or like for these types of roles and then in fast and the fierce they're like yo f it just be as big as possible you're going to be this like monstrous like over the top giant person and we're just going to slot you in this movie you're going to have like you know it's not a tour de force acting performance from him he's kind of like very stiffly eyes, but he's so over the top that he adds like, i feel like it is i feel like yeah. it's a, we'll get we'll get into it but i feel then, like it's a really like, great you, like you said after this movie it's just like he's just shot to them when he became like this the the bankable action star in Hollywood. Like you, you this is the guy you you get when you want a hundred million dollar opening kind of thing. So yeah, I would say yeah, it was kind of mutual. I obviously I leaned towards more the Rock being the the standout star <laughs> of this movie, but uh, I think it was more of a kind of perfect storm. I would say of of them together. Yeah. All right. Cool. So Rob, uh, batting clean up here, um, and you've got the point the perspective of your son who already knows Rock as. <laughs> So, so we we came into this movie with The Rock at, at his current status. So your your son is almost kind of like backtracking. And I don't know how you felt about The Rock before this movie or not, but uh, take take it away. Yeah, no, no. I well, I I watched all of those movies from before um, the rundown. I think it was Andre mentioned it earlier. That rundown was the movie that was supposed to. That was the literal passing of the torch from Arnold to to The Rock in that scene. That was metaphorical because. The Rock was supposed to be catapulted into Arnold's stratosphere, and that didn't happen right away. There was a, a few not missteps, but he just I think maybe poor poor managing or whatever at the time. Um, and then he, you know, he went into GI Joe. He did, you know, and and this to Stu's point, he's not in this movie very long, um, and I do think that his presence in the trailers and the knowing that he was going to be in it probably helped contribute to a bit more of an uptick in the box office had it been. And I was just taking a look at 2011 action movies, right? So, you know, you had the first Thor, you had the first Captain America, but if you try to go through like um, named actors who would have been comparable, you know, you had Andre's favorite Ryan Reynolds, you had Ryan Gosling. There wasn't a lot of big action movies that year, right? So, um, would you have taken like a Liam Neeson who was still hot off of taking Would he have stepped in that role? No, it, I, I think that the rock did bring a pop to it. I mean, he was still at the height of his in wrestling as well, like in that world, even though he wasn't in the ring, uh, as often. So I think the rock added some, some juice to the movie. It obviously pumped up that box office a little bit, but to everybody else's point here, the, the story of this movie, the the trailer, when you watched it, it was completely different than anything that had come before it, except for, I would say, the uh, fourth movie is very, I get, people say it's a hard reboot, but it, it has the heist, it has a lot of the elements that are in this movie. So uh, I think Chris said it best, it's a bit of a perfect storm, brought everything together and, and elevated this movie to what is now probably considered one of the lowest, like out of the new Fast movies, probably the lowest box office out of the between five and, and eight. 
um, because they yeah, just yeah. Kind the, of the, the rest of the bar, the rest of the graph is just all up, 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 up. Yeah, but Rock, Rock does bring it. You can't deny that he brought some of that, some of that, that, that heat in. It just his his role in this movie, and as much as like Andre is saying, he was the the catalyst for getting you know the everything else. It, he he's really not in it very long. Like it's a very he's like Jor El in Superman, and he's only in it for a few minutes and cumulatively for a few minutes, a number of scenes, but not a long time. <laughs> oh, Stu, you're still so, on mute, man. Stu's, Stu's having a sound. <laughs> you, you good? You back? No. <laughs> Stu, can you say something? Stu? Facial expressions aren't audible, mm. Stu. <laughs> Some uh, rock stands just uh, went into yeah. his. Uh, there we go. There we go. There we go. I, I was just saying that, like, to be fair, rewatching the movie, Vince has as many good, like, one line zingers than The Rock does. Because, like, Vince has, like, a, a heavy role in the beginning of the movie. And I'm like, The Rock kind of says whatever, but he doesn't get the real great lines till Fast and Furious 6 and Fast and Furious, like, you know, the, when he breaks the, the cast and his daddy's got to go to Papa's going to go to work and all the other stuff. Like, all the awesome Rock stuff is said later. This is just like we're gonna give you a little bit of it and see whether you want more or not. So during during his opening sequence, does he not like slap a clipboard out of someone's or like or someone's yeah. like here's the stats and he's like I don't yeah. care about the stats. Like that was yeah. great. Yeah, um, but, uh, but we, I don't know. We'll, I don't know what this movie was rated, but he gets the f bomb right at the beginning, and I think you only get like one or two f bombs in that PG thirteen or whatever, and he gets the drops that way to him. Yeah, and and he gets uh if if you watch the extended cut, he gets the the super loud neck snap. I think he's one of the only person yeah. characters that just straight up murders the guy um but <laughs> but let's let's keep it rolling i got a couple of things planned um so i did want to talk a little bit about uh the change of location so fast and furious one is in la uh two they jump to miami um three obviously japan tokyo uh four i forget where it is i don't think it's um in la though right i think the street races in the beginning take place in la and then they're they're smuggling the stuff across from well, Mexico. It's Mexico. Yeah, yeah, Mexico. Yeah, yeah. yeah and, 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 Mexico and Texas, right? So, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. And now we have uh, Brazil, a, a Rio de Janeiro, or whatever, um, or, you know, <laughs> wherever they film to make it look like that. Um, but, but do you, th do you guys think that maybe this, this kind of like globe trotting, because they, because they kind of do it in the later movies, they just start hitting all the different places around the world. Do you think that also is another part of this perfect storm that, that Chris is talking about? Uh, okay, okay uh, we'll do the same order again. We'll kick it to Andre if he has any thoughts on that. Well, I think, uh, yeah, the movie the movie's just grown in scope, right? It's grown in scope and scale by bringing all the cast in. You want to have exotic locations. You want to add that to the exotic cars. And they're showing car culture and these little scenes, even though it's not the focus. They're showing those all around the world. And they're beautiful locations, right? And, and I think that's a testament to how they're writing their stories. They probably think of where can we uh set this so we can have these action set pieces so i i think there's a it's it's a, it's a beautiful place i think it really worked uh and it also fit the story of you can't still be in the states because these guys are wanted they just pulled the the heist to break them out so it it, it kind of made sense as he said you know hey we were running away from the law and we hit every bad slum until we ended up kind of here rock bottom where they were kind of down and out right so definitely think it's part of it yeah yeah Stu, anything uh do, any thoughts on the locations that they started to use i think that this this location brazil specifically in rio de janeiro and the, the filipinas are like the housing is beautiful in terms of like the colorfulness so it fits the backdrop of of 
the movie in terms of where do you go? Like even Bruce Banner knows, go to Brazil, hide in Brazil because you know it's a it's a big big city uh, and there's lots of people there. And to Andre's point, a hundred percent it fits the storyline because they can't go home. Where can they go? It's where could they get this huge heist of money outside of like America? It's somewhere in South America. It makes perfect sense that that's where they're going to pull a heist because anywhere else in the world, like they're gonna stop you quick. Like imagine if this was in like a proper mega city like in, in Asia or in Europe or that you can't just drive through the cobblestone roads of like, you know, of, of like France with this giant mm-hmm. safe going back and forth. So it fits kind of the, the, the theme of what they're doing. And uh, yeah, it, it's also, it's hot. It's like people can wear, you know, Giselle, there was a whole scene about her and th- what yeah. you got to do to get business done. And it's like, it's perfect. Like that's what people want. You want to, as you say, sit back with the Corona, sit in the mm-hmm. beach, drive a fast car. And then, and then as we talked about on the last podcast, laughing the fact that there's this call, car culture where people race in the street, it's like nowhere in Brazil, do people still meet up and like, we're going to race for like cars. <laughs> like that's ridiculous, but it's nice to live in a fantasy world where that happens, where people are still racing, you know, uh, uh, pink slips for pink slips. So, but yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, it makes a lot of sense. It fits. Like, like it's a 50, like it's a fifties movie. Um, any, any, any thoughts, Chris, on the location? Um, yeah, yeah I guess it kind of ties into what you guys are saying is the law. I think the word is law lawlessness of it. Like you don't have the, like this security of the police being on your side or on the a side of trying to save people. It's like the police is completely bought out. You know, you have no, no, nowhere to go, apparently nowhere to run and, and things like that. I just like the one thing I do like about the location is uh, to, to watch the rock just sweat uncontrollably uh, <laughs> while his co-stars are like dry as the desert and his like whole head is like covered in, in sweat. <laughs> it's like that boy runs hot, yo. Like serious, like every scene he's like completely soaked, and it's just funny to watch. I just thought that was funny, but yeah, the, the I would say the lawlessness uh, factors in high in the in the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rob, do you think the the Rock had his own towel boy that would run up and like <laughs> dab him after no. each take? <laughs> he was soaked every scene, yo. Yeah, um, it was Leaping Lanny Poffo was actually his towel boy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's interesting. I, when I was watching this movie again, I actually bought this movie years and years ago when it came out first on Blu-ray as a blind buy because everybody kept saying how great it was. The You know, the interesting thing is, you know, we and Andre mentioned it, and so did Steve, but Andre said, you know, you can't have them running throughout the U.S., and, and that is sometimes the mistake of a lot of these sequels, right? Is that, yeah, you're going to hit Los Angeles. Okay. You're going to hit New York. Maybe you do Chicago or Miami, but there's really, nobody's going to be robbing banks in like Idaho, right? Like you're not going to do that type of stuff. You need to have something exotic. The best car chase movies and heist movies are always in like foreign lands. You know, this is very much like a cut and paste from the Italian job and, and, pick any other heist movie where you have the foreign locales that adds to the, the fun and the excitement of seeing things, especially from us in North America who maybe aren't familiar with those areas, right. And those locales. So yeah, this, this fit what it needed to do perfectly. Um, you, you better to be Rio than say like Mexico. Right. So yeah. Yeah. All right. And they cool. did Mexico. And they already did Miami, so yeah, but they, 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 they got to keep Mexico, it moving. They did Mexico under the ground, right? They were only <laughs> in a little bit, and then they were in that tunnel. So it wasn't like they were throughout Mexico City that's, and and whatnot. That's the only thing I remember from the fourth one is that underground. 
Tunnel chase, yeah. Tunnel chase. Yeah. And I, I remember yeah. watching it like on a on a crap screen and I like couldn't see yeah. anything. I was like, I gotta turn the brightness up on this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, I saw that, that one you... in theaters. It was rough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was it in three D? Was it was that at the time where no, was in 3D? I, like, I wish it was three D. It made me feel yeah. better about myself. It, it was seemed just like, it seemed like they bad. might have had something better planned, but then they're like, Oh, we had a budget, yo, we gotta make this inside a tunnel <laughs> or something, man. It's like no more money left to do an outside chase scene. <laughs> Yeah, we can we can build a bunch of tunnels. All right, so let's 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 get into our favorite scenes, and then I've got a little quick game planned, and then maybe we can attempt to rank these movies and talk a little bit more about it. So, Rob, let's let's start nominating favorite scenes, and then when we come around, um, you can help me uh, help help us uh, kind of narrow it down. So let's let's kick it to Rob first. What 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 would you like to nominate for a favorite scene uh, of this of this movie, or your favorite scene? Oh, that, actually, let's go with favorite uh, non action scene. Um, because I feel like there was a lot of dramatic moments um in this movie that maybe or comedic moments. You could choose a comedic scene as well. Do you need a second Rob or should I should I jump no, to I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat a little bit and I'm actually gonna pick the mid credit scene as okay, my yeah. favorite. Ah. And I'll and I'll t- I'll tell you why. Because had it not had that hook, rewatching this movie now, I I don't know if I would have the desire to quickly then jump into f- to number six so mm-hmm. I, I know it's a cheat i know dudes like Hala! but but I, I actually quite liked it especially because i was like oh even mendez is back so i'm gonna go with that that but my, my colleagues on the day is here are gonna have much better uh scene uh, i just wish that we all have jobs where the rock would be like i don't want to do any work unless it's dominic toretto i'm like what <laughs> time do you have but you're like you know what that's just beneath me i don't want to do any other work Andre, just give me the what I want to do, and if not, look her off. I'm like, man, I wish I was like The Rock. Yeah, priority number one, track track down Dominic Toretto. I think back in the day when we all went to see this in theaters, it was before this end credit, mid credit thing be, was like the norm. And I feel like we all left and we had no, to watch this, this scene. I don't know. I feel like I didn't I see know. the scene. I think I, I, I watched it on YouTube after. I, don't I think I left. I think, I, think, I think a bunch of us left and some of us stayed. Um, because maybe it was late or something like that. Uh, but Rob, I mean, sorry, Rob's already went. Uh, let's go to Andre. Andre, do you have a favorite non-action scene? So your favorite dramatic or comedic scene? Oh man, there's so many, uh, so many good ones. Um, uh, I don't know which one would be my favorite. Like, I, I, I think the uh, the cheesy one right at the beginning, where you know, or not after the big chase, and and Mia says, "I'm pregnant." She just blurts it out. <laughs> and then and then he's like are you serious and and stuff and you you have that moment there i thought that you know that was that was good and and uh and uh all about what the what the movies are about right they always stick yeah. with family and stuff like that so that was that was pretty that was a pretty solid moment yeah all right um Stu, what what do you got for your favorite uh non-action it's it's gotta moment? be the scene where brian and dom are assembling the team the moment where they're like, we, we, we need this bunch of people. It's like, we need a chameleon. And just like the ridiculous things of what they're saying. And I'm like, he's like, things you don't need don't for we this all just need, Like a circuit man is like, oh, he's the best circuit man on the West Coast. What a vague way to say IT. It's like, oh, that guy. You know, Andre, he's the best circuit man in the Northern Hemisphere. What is a circuit man? I don't know. It's, it's circuit man. I was like, yeah. So that that whole scene where they're bringing together the team, and they're like, we're gonna have to, we're gonna need a team. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, this is every trope, and I loved it. It was so beat for beat. Like, we need this guy. It was like a, a sim. I feel like they just copied it straight out of Ocean's Eleven. 
No, no, well, totally. And, and when they say we and we need two precision yeah. drivers, <laughs> guys that don't yeah. that don't yeah. that don't uh, <laughs> that don't crack under pressure. Yeah. yeah, and guy and guys that don't lose. Yeah, and yeah. and and man, rest in peace, Paul Walker. He just jumps in and goes, We know I know we got those. Like what a like I I grit like huge grin when yeah. that scene it, comes it's up. A stupid smile moment where you're just like uh, you it's like talking to yourself third person it's like oh you know we need guys that could assemble for a podcast and five people that can talk about fast five yeah I yeah, I, I, yeah i need i need my movie expert that's Stu, and i need my jokester yeah. rob <laughs> i need my rock expert chris and i need the guy that just knows everything that's mm. that's andre uh so chris ho what, what is your favorite non-action scene uh i think i have i have two i guess one is yeah. kind of like action ish yeah. like it's, it's a typical so you're obviously related to john <laughs> you need to have one and yet you're always coming up with i got two oh. man uh, <laughs> one, one. you don't get two man one. <laughs> I'm taking John's time, okay? Uh, two. No, uh, one is is uh, like the, I think someone mentioned it. In the you chat. Uh, need him, need him. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't I didn't see this coming the first time I saw it. Uh, was the when Vin Diesel helps the Rock up in the middle of that uh, action sequence? I don't know why I didn't see it coming, but them teaming up. I literally was in the theater, I think, with these guys, and I went like physically. Like, I think we, we all got up. Like that. In the middle of the theater, yeah. everyone was laughing at me. I was like, seriously, like, like you know, the Raptors just won the championship. I was so happy about that. And then, uh, yeah, in the middle of the theater, I thought that was a great scene. And then the other one is the end sequence when they open the safe. And that song, I don't know. I guess I think that song they chose was perfect. Yeah. I think it's big. I, I like how John is cutting you out. You, you were just <laughs> over your time is too much. Okay. Anyways, yeah, I thought that song was perfect for that sequence. You know, you get to see what everyone does with their money. Yeah, you, you, you <laughs> yeah, kind of see the, the reward. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, I, I and I, I just thought that song was perfect for it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. That, I'll Stu, cut my since, time now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stu, since you rewatched the trailer, was there an indication that the Rock turns and joins them? I feel like we didn't know that going in. It depends on which trailer there's two. There's the theatrical trailer, the other trailer, and one trailer doesn't, show, doesn't highlight any of the group coming together. And then one trailer is like shows everyone all together all the time. So depending on which one you're watching, uh, it, it gives certain things away. But again, like it was, we're all laughing because when we saw that movie and we saw the trailers and all that stuff, it probably we ended up watching a few times at the store. Just when you guys have a computer, we just watch it on YouTube. We're just like. How can we not see this? This is so stupid. Like this is this is almost like you convinced us to go triple X the new movie. No, that's a fail for you, John. But this one, we're all in. So the return of Zan Cage. That was a watch. So I loved he it. Tried, that was, that was... He tried the same formula. Like, think about this. He tried the exact same formula. Vin Diesel, like we're bringing together these people and we're and it just boop falls. So I, I was I was excited to see the cameo at the end of uh as return of Xander Cage. It was it Xander Cage? Whatever yeah. his name was. Yeah. When one ice cube drops. But you know, that was whatever. Um we'll move on from Triple X two. Um uh, I, I wanted to shout out the scene where Vince uh, starts giving a speech about how um uh, Paul Walker came in and effed everything up. Where's everybody? Where's the family? Look what you did, all that kind of stuff. I, I feel like that guy that guy got the most dramatic part of the movie. And then he no longer gets to be as part of the rest of the franchise, so it kind of sucks for him. Um, but let's now, now let's move on to the proper favorite scenes. Uh, Rob, do you want to take it first, or you want to you want to help me uh, fill up the end? Yeah, I'll, I'll wait to the end because these guys are much okay. more fanboys for it than I am. 
we'll we'll see what scenes are missed, Rob, and we'll and and you can help me uh, make sure we get them all. Uh, so let's let's kick it to Andre first, um, and if he can contain himself into one favorite scene and see what gets nominated. If he has to spit out a whole bunch, you know, we'll, like we'll, a real we'll man talks about one. Yeah, yeah. I believe in you, Andre. <laughs> rules. Well, you can you can have a top five countdown if you want. <laughs> yeah, I would just recap the whole movie. Um, the, my favorite, and I think the best, the best scene is, is the, uh, the opening scene, not the, the, the train heist. And, uh, I remember being in the, in the theater in the, in, in the IMAX and, uh, the, just the ridiculousness of Dom bursting out of the, of the, the train and then speeding up and then Paul Walker jumping on the car, the train hits the bridge and then they go, Oh shit. And they've got to jump off. Like it's. Oh man, it was just like right then you knew they just they got budget for this movie. Like I think that one scene must have cost more than all of Fast Four. You know, it was just it would just set the tone for the whole movie, and they managed to raise the bar on every scene after that. But I got to say that that one just hooked hooked it for me. You know, yeah. although it's I, funny I think- I, when I watched that with Noah when when the when the kid, when they jump off the car with they were still really high up in the air. Yeah. He, he looks at me and he goes, "They would be dead." <laughs> and I said that, that's exactly the point. That's the point where you realize this is now transitioned into a super a superhero a movie. Superhero movie, yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 I was All like, right. hey, way to go, 12-year-old analytical kid. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, you son, you're really ripping this apart. Let's just enjoy this as a family. <laughs> I'm gonna bring you to Andre's next party and you guys can sit down and discuss. <laughs> yeah. All right, Stu, what is your favorite scene? And does it involve uh your all-time favorite character, Han? Oh man, my my scene does already involve Han, so uh, uh, I don't know. I uh, as a quote John, I got nothing. Uh, <laughs> Lies. Stop making fun of me. <laughs> no, seriously, I, I think the scene that's underappreciated is is the scene where it was Brian, Han, Roman, and Dom lining up with their police cars, and they have mm-hmm. that interchange. It's like you, the safe bet is the safe chase but that scene where they pull up on cars and it is an homage to when they actually raced cars because even this one they're like oh yeah we're, they, they didn't even race it just the next scene's like they're just driving with cars this was yeah. legitimate like mind game of dominic toretto was like oh yeah, let's race and then you know roman's like yeah a hundred thousand and han's like yeah we're not gonna live probably let's do a million and then all of a sudden like just the, the the four of them racing and interchanging between their personalities of racing personalities where everyone got a chance to be ahead at a point. But at the end, even when Brian won, Roman and Han are like, yeah, he let up, he let you in. And I was like, oh, no, this is galaxy brain. Like, <laughs> you just like let him win. So did he? We, we never really know. But like, it was one of those scenes where it was super fun in terms of just going back to the old, the old timey, timey racing uh hmm. again so that's because after that scene i don't think we see another race ever again in any of the fast movies like there's no longer a car race anywhere else after that final race because everything yeah. else is a chase but that's not like four friends chasing each other for like money or for kicks and giggles and roman turning on the sirens and doing dumb things like this is the last yeah. race in all the franchise until maybe the very very end where they do it for fun because so I I wanted to highlight that as the fun part, but also like last ride, which is insane. They did have yeah, race yeah. wars in in number six, but I know what you're saying. Like, like yeah, with the, like, 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 he races a guy at the beginning. But of Lady doesn't race. 
she she doesn't she freak out or whatever and she just goes whatever like she doesn't like this is the last time these main characters actually race each other no she you never races see- and then she freaks out after when everybody yeah. comes to congratulate her but I, yeah, yeah I, th- I think it's like a yeah i think i think it's like the four cars lined up it's it's very yeah. reminiscent of that first movie yeah. all four cars lined yeah. up yeah. traffic light to traffic light you know live your life a quarter mile at a time and yeah. obviously tyrese got turned the sirens on a goof around apparently that was an error and the lights just started going off with the car and they were just like ah, it fits that character we might as well just <laughs> oh, leave and, it in there and, it was and trash talking through the speaker on the True. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That was great. <laughs> so whatever it's <laughs> a highlight for your boy tyrese but also like the diesel chase in cuba where he's like running around and like the car or whatever racing for his nephew that's that's not a race that's like a rocket ship type of thing it's really stupid <laughs> but like this, just like a four friends racing for fun, and like that would be like if us we met go chart cart or cart uh, track and be like we're gonna win winner buys ever like loser has to buy everyone like frosties or something like that would be yeah. fun like this seems like something fun the other ones are just so stupid so yes sorry yeah, yeah, yeah. Sh- shout out to Scott who uh, hashtagged hand shot first um I don't know if you guys remember when they show the fake IDs uh, hands mm. says hand. And then Seoul, like Korea, S E O L, and then dash yeah. O or whatever. Yeah. So, Han Solo is pretty funny. All right, Chris, what do you got for your favorite scene of this right. movie that hasn't I got, already been highlighted? I got five. I got five. I yeah, just go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, as Stu mentioned it, it's the it's the safe when they drag the safe behind the two uh, chargers <laughs> and it's like a wrecking ball through that city. That was insane. When I saw it in the theaters, I was like, my, my hair was like just like spiked up like i didn't even mean to do that but yeah that that whole scene was great i thought that's kind of like the 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 big action piece that you know is now becoming a a staple of uh physics bending action piece that's becoming a a staple of the fast uh, franchise so yeah i'd say that one is my yeah yeah that was another over the top like um just you know brings this whole movie to another level um but rob you're on cleanup uh what, what else did we miss um, you know, I think any, any good heist movie, um, you have to have, you know, racing, some type of car components, which all everybody here has discussed. You also need to have some good, you know, gun action play. Somebody mentioned the, the kill box, uh, you know, the issue when they were driving, um, when the, you know, when the rocks team enters a, uh, Fuelas and, and tries to to capture the guys, but I think the the battle between uh, Vin Diesel and The Rock, you know, when they're when they they converge onto their mm-hmm. hideout, which they thought, oh, you know, Mia's like, hey, they're on the other side of the city, we're good, and all of a sudden they come roaring in and he smashes into Dom's charger, and he's like, you made a big mistake, and and then that just and, you know, Stallone showed up. Yeah, like, showed up. I don't remember that. Is that the Guardians of the Galaxy? The Guardians of the Galaxy showing up? um so yeah you know and and seeing that you know those two go because that's what everybody kind of wanted and admittedly i think we all thought this will be the climax of the movie these two you know these two titans coming at each other would be the climax and instead it was you know at about the you know almost just after the halfway mark of the movie so that was pretty cool to watch you know that whole scene them you know you know back and forth and flying through windows and landing on shit so i that to me was probably the best because we know they can do action scenes with cars well justin lynn auditioned and did well with tokyo drift improved it again in number four and then and so on so we know they can do that but to, to, can he manage an action scene with two people a fight scene then he did it quite well so i'll go with that one 
Yeah, yeah. I was actually surprised it didn't it didn't come up earlier. Like, and and who do you have winning that fight, Rob? Is it is it? Oh, it's the Rock Diesel? all the way. No, no. no. Vin, Diesel, <laughs> Vin Diesel's ego ensured that he was Teflon Don. There's no, no. There's no way. I mean, the, the yeah. producer credit was the uh, the reason why Vin Diesel. Had <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, why, but, why but he, it, ask, he if he can rock bottom anyone in the world for real life, he would. Probably rock bottom at Diesel for realsies. <laughs> yeah, they're not. They're not, uh, not only friend. was he doing it on Seven of Nine, uh, shout out to Star Trek Voyager, but like he'd be doing it to Vin Diesel real life if he could, outside of using an actual crowbar, just yeah. like uh, you know a certain character did in a, one of my favorite video games, uh, where they had a crowbar yeah. fight for no reason. So let's <laughs> remember that one too. Yeah, yeah. Chris Ho, being the rock expert, were, were there a lot of rock trademark moves in there um, during that fight that you noticed? Uh, yeah, I watched it, uh, rewatched it after you mentioned that to me. Uh, he does the kick up, uh, like I said, like I think you mentioned, yeah. that's that was one of his signature moves when he wrestled. And then he does a Superman punch, but that's that's not really his move. And then when he, I think he throws Dom through a window with a suplex. That's I think that's the extent of his wrestling moves. Unless yeah, neck yeah. snapping is a wrestling move or shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that was just like that. That's the, the definitive finishing move <laughs> in Dark wrestling. Dark side of the ring, <laughs> neck, yeah, yeah. neck snapping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably because of Vin Diesel um, got his way. There was probably a scene right after where he gets the people, the people's elbow, <laughs> um, where the Rock runs back and forth and just drops the elbow on uh, Vin Diesel when he's on uh, when he uh, gets yeah. him on the ground or something like that. But I thought that was actually a really cool scene. And also, you have that added element of Dom getting the wrench, mimicking um, his kind of origin story of what he did to the guy that killed his father, and he decides to hold back and not murder the rock with the wrench so i, I thought that but was if you guys remember if you guys just obviously we just rewatched it the rock actually grabbed the wrench first yeah 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 he's yeah, the he, one that did so it's just like wait a minute that's hypocritical because if the rock connected with that wrench vin diesel's out mm -hmm. right yeah and then yeah. so had, vin diesel yeah he shows so vin the diesel kind of retaliates but then you see that connection when when mia actually that's her best acting in the whole series mm -hmm. is when she yells dom because he's, <laughs> he's panicking she's like shit my brother could kill this guy right and it's it 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 pretty cool yeah the rock the, the rock's not a likable guy up until up until he he changes sides like he's he's addicted to his team he's like oh yeah take it apart oh put it back together like you know like so, <laughs> he's not a nice guy to them and uh, he looks at it for a second he's like that radio i'm like you've done that yeah. like before you guys did this whole thing so my question andre is do you think this is on your dana brewster's like highlight package when they're like look at my greatest hit she's like Dom! like that one scene in the fast and fear that's where jordana brewster yeah, that's it. That, it's that if you're if she's getting nominated for an Oscar, it's it's because of that scene. <laughs> I, I would I would actually give it to Vince during because during the fight when they're tussling and everyone's just like back off, let him fight it out. Vince is just like, yeah, come on, like he's just kind of like, come on, like come on, like, like kind of like, no, he, yeah, he doesn't want to get in the fight. He's just trying to cheer Dom, like kind of be like, come on, Dom, you can beat this guy. Like he just kind of I forgot what he yells. But he's just like, come on. And he's not ready to jump in. He's not ready. He's just like, my buddy's got to win this fight, and I'm standing back. I thought that was a really cool moment, He's too. a really big Vince fan, John. I yeah, yeah. He, he was I, in that I, scene. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, no, making like, sure you're, 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 you're marking him in every scene. Which yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. Go go back and watch it. And he just, he just like, makes a little, like, growl noise or whatever. Kind of like, yeah, hey, my buddy, my buddy can win. Yeah, kind of, my buddy can win this fight. I don't have to jump in. I don't have to pull people back. I'm just here watching this fight, which is which is like it, it kind of fits the character of like their buddies forever. But anyways, let's 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 move on. I think we covered pretty much all the scenes. My favorite is when they're testing the cars out in that kill box or that dead zone that and they're yeah. trying to get through and, and everybody gets their moment. Um, uh, 
Gal Gadot gets a gets a run at it. Han gets a run at it. Like all the characters um, get to mess around. Even Tyrese gets to drive around in that one. So I think that was a really fun scene. So I had a, a game plan. Um, so we're gonna try and uh, do it a little faster than I thought um, I was gonna do because we're running out of time here. So my game was uh, we're gonna do a little draft. We're gonna draft our favorite characters and <laughs> yeah. do them each, and then we're gonna draft our favorite vehicles or cars from the movie. Um, I'm gonna run this game for you guys, and I've got. I'm going to give uh, I'm going to judge you guys based on what you select. I've got a couple bonus uh, point ideas in the tuck. So let's let's roll this wheel of randomness and see who gets to choose their favorite uh, character first. So I've got everybody's names here. So oh going to be oh up yeah. first. And it's going to be snake draft oh, Stu styles. The technology is so good. Yeah. Wow. All, All right. right. So so Chris Ho um who, who who would you choose as first choice for your character? It's not, it's a, it's not even. Oh, <laughs> <one>. <laughs> you gotta choose. Uh, I gotta choose Hobbs. I can't not. I can't wear this shirt and not choose Hobbs first. So yeah, The Rock. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Chris Chris takes The Rock. Rock is off the table. We're gonna see who gets to choose next. So Chris takes The Rock. No bonus points for that because that was just uh, you know yeah. an obvious choice. Oh, All right. So on, Andre, you're up. Um, Andre, I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna go with uh, Gal Gadot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, amazing, Rob. Go let's win the wheel for John. Which, which is which is kind of funny because I feel like they didn't even mention her character's name during the whole like movie. Do they call her Giselle at any point yeah. at all? They did. They did. Yeah. They did. Yeah, I, I feel like they don't. She's just there. She shows up on her bike, and she's there. He's also supposed, nah. to be, supposed to be a weapons expert too. <laughs> So, That's yeah. why I'm thinking her. She's a weapon expert. She can drive. She's ex-military. She can do it all. All right, she Stu, can, Stu, Stu, who would you take? People. Dominic Toretto. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he can't lose. He can't lose to the rack. You guys are all maroons. Dominic Toretto, number one. I can't believe you fell. Rob. Star, star of the franchise. All right, Rob, you're going to get two choices, and then we're going to wheel it backwards. Oh, damn it. Uh, the police captain. No, I'm gonna take. The, <laughs> uh, I'll take. I'll take Brian. Yeah. And then and then Han, because Han is the coolest cat there is, man. Uh, uh you know that guy. He, I think he's got a. There's a lot underneath there. You know he's. I, yeah, he's just cool as all hell, man. He just he doesn't he has no no stress gets to him. He's just very even killed. I think he's the best under pressure. So Brian and Han. Yeah, Brian Hunt. That's a pretty good combo. All right, so Stu, you you get your second choice. Deckard Shaw, man. Deckard Shaw. Get out of here. There's no Deckard Shaw in this movie. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? Can I? Can I just pick whoever I want? We're, no. about We're saving that for nine. Oh, God. Uh, I guess. Uh, well, yeah, you know, it's got to be Lenny because I don't want Jordana Brewster. So. Guys. She's not in this movie. She's in a picture at the end. She's I'll give it to you. I, I actually was gonna. <laughs> She's in a picture too. Yeah, yeah. Secret, that? She's in picture, secret points were gonna be for for Letty and uh, and Eva Mendez. <laughs> yeah, because I got to so pick Eva Mendez too. But yeah. so, but Letty is in a picture, so I'm gonna keep all fun, John. Yeah. Do I have to pick, am I not allowed to pick that one? Um, no, you can you can go with Letty if you want. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. That, that, that's amnesia. That's amnesia, Letty. Though you don't get proper Letty. You get amnesia, Letty. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, 100% better. She's a, bottom, she's a bonafide killer. 
Uh, Amnesia Letty is better than regular Letty, 100%. I believe like Chris Ho. Yeah. All right. All right. So, so Stu's fine with Amnesia Letty. Uh, Andre, you get your second choice. I'm going with Tej. Tej. Okay. Yeah. Ludacris himself. Ludacris. Uh, ja Rule's replacement, a tech guy. Yeah. All right. And Rob, Rob, you got final pick. Chris, oh, Rob, Chris. Wow, Rob gets Chris. another pick before I do. Oh, sorry, Chris. Chris, oh, Chris, oh, sorry. Chris, get final. My, my bad, my bad, Chris. Oh, uh, Chris, oh, your Chris. final pick. Who's even left? Uh, am I forced to pick Tyrese? Like, <laughs> no, you can pick the two Spanish guys. You can pick Win. You can pick Don Omar. Oh, that's their names. Uh, yeah, I'll take. Uh, I'll take Roman. Just, I think that's going to give no. me bonus points for John. So, yeah, bonus, can bonus I, points. Can I just say though, and this two bonus make- points for Tyrese. <laughs> This is going to make John very, very happy. But when Tyrese Tyrese shows up in the movie, my son was like, oh, yeah. Like that. (laughs) Because he loved him in number two. And he's like, he was so glad he's back for this one. He was like, he is the best. And I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) What a... John this is like John's he, like he, he uh, got to he got to fill a lot of scenes like basically he was just almost like an atmosphere type piece he would just throw in these regular jokes to 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 pop up the scenes uh, of course he's going to walk away when he hears about the heist and then they're like oh we're talking about 100 million and he's million. like what 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 <laughs> you know i i be i be i be hungry and stuff like like it's really funny stuff and they even brought back that i'm hungry line from right. fast and the furious 2 like i'm surprised you could salvage anything from fast and the furious 2 but we did get these two characters uh, roman and uh, and tat and taz so um, bonus points for picking Tyrese. I would have given that uh, more if someone picked him up earlier, but I guess getting in there <laughs> no, by default. No, no danger of him going in the first <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. All right. I, I'm going to let you guys pick cars now. And just to save time, we're just going to go, we're going to do the same order. Um, so Chris Ho, uh, let me know what, what car, car, uh, what's your from first this, choice for car or vehicle? In this movie? Yeah. This movie only? Yeah, uh, the, clearly, because I'm not allowed to pick Decker Charles. So gotta be <laughs> Get out of here. I wanted to pick the car that's also a ramp. Come on, uh, no, uh, <laughs> I'll take the car that uh, that had the chip in it. I don't know what car it is. John will tell me. Yeah, yeah, but the, that that's car, a GT40. Yeah, that car looks sick, yo, and, and it was like uh, I'm pretty sure it's super rare. Anyways, that that's the car I'll take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, bonus points for Chris. Um, oh, look at that. GT40. <laughs> Um, it was. It wasn't even a real GT40 though. They were all replica cars, but yeah, yeah, oh, okay, hard, sure. pick. Um, so let's go with Andre. What, what would you pick as your your next your first cool. vehicle? Um, I really like the um, again the very opening scene where they break Dom out the NS the NSX and it had the Honda yeah. logo instead of the Acura logo. So mm. I was like, yeah, that car's badass, man, and it's yeah, yeah. actually affordable. You know, like yeah, they, they 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 quote unquote call it an affordable supercar. Yeah, um, uh, but but on the reliability scale, um, def- definitely up there. So I actually I did have bonus points awarded for the for someone weirdly picking the NSX that was only in the opening sequence for reliability. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stu, what is what would be your your vehicle? Nineteen seventies Dodge Charger are like the, the the Vin Diesel's car. What like there's no. It is the car, the car, and all Fast and Furious, and it ended to me with Vin Diesel. So it's it's all kismet. So uh, yeah, it's yeah, no question. I was I, I, and and I, I want to give I'm going to give Stu bonus points for knowing this is a 1970 and not a 69, which uh, often people jump huh. to. So uh, that that's pretty impressive, Stu. I'm pretty impressed. Um, so Rob, what what do you got? You got two two vehicle choices. 
<laughs> I'm not a car guy, man. Um, I, I'll May I recommend take, a car for you? May I recommend a car for you, Rob? No, so I'll take I'll take uh, Dom's car that that uh, Hobbs d- ran into the uh, the more updated uh, Charger. It's the same um, car. It's the same. It is. You want semi smashed version, okay? You want the you want the you want the cube? I'll, I'll get, if you want the cube, charger, you want, you the no cube take backs. Charger. He wants the smashed. Version. <laughs> um, if you want that variant, I'll give it to you. But otherwise, you can pick two other cars. Wait, what about the one at the very end? Is that the same car that he's driving? Oh, at the very end, that's that's a Challenger. Okay, I'll take that right. one. And okay, then, so he's gonna choose a challenger at the end. All and right. then I'm gonna take the one that he that that Dom took off of the uh the train, the one that him and Brian end up jumping off of. Yeah, the, the silver one. I don't know what type of car it was. It looked yeah, great. yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's a it's like a Corvette uh Stingray yeah. Grand Coupe. Yeah, yeah, super super duper rare. I think like yeah. three in the world. Uh the Chevrolet. Chevrolet Chevrolet some Corvette. water damage. I'll tell you yeah, that right yeah. now, though. <laughs> it has water damage. That's okay. If there's, only, if there's only three in the world, I'll still t- I still got a water damage vehicle. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Bo- bonus points because I think that is probably gonna be the most valuable car in the entire entire movie due to its rarity. Um, hmm. uh, some people even value it at like ten million dollars, but I don't know if that's the actual value or not. Um, so, so Rob takes something brand new and something old school. That's pretty cool. Uh, nice, he got nice two cars. Out. How is that even yeah. possible? How did he get two cars? Let's all get another car then. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, we're we're snake drafting. So we're we're, oh, going, we're back to you, Stu. What is your second uh, I, I'm going to take the 2011 Lexus LFA on the Autobahn driven by Han and Giselle. That thing is awesome, and it reminds me of when I drove on the Autobahn. It was freaking out. So uh, the, the Lambos and Ferraris are going on the fifth lane, passing me by on my rental car in Germany. Do you have, do you have two people <laughs> in one seat as well? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> actually, Mike and Nick were both with me at the time. They were both on my laps. So I had two guys on me. So yo, you won up on yo. You got yeah. Three. I got one up on. You know? Do you know that all the vehicles were Mercedes Benzes? That that's the only rental car you get. You're like, I got to slum it in Mercedes. So uh, yeah, that, that's what it is. Shout out to Mike Bartrop and Nick Tan as both of them were on yeah. my laps. So let that be. Yeah. <laughs> you fit. You fit two. I don't even know if that car would even fit them unless. Um, uh, Gal Gadot is smaller than she looks on the on the big screen. Uh, but yeah, I was going to give bonus points for that Lexus because it, it is amazing. Like is like the N- NSX at the yeah. beginning, um, the Lexus would be also your second most reliable car of the of the bunch here. Um, and I actually did see one in person, and I used to think oh, that, that car looks all right. I saw one in person when I went to the states. It is insane. It the interior like, is yeah. so good; it's crazy. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, it was it was a ridiculous car. Andre, what what do you got as your second choice? Um, I I I'm hoping it's right. I don't know what year it was, but uh, yeah, it's not a, <laughs> a three three hundred that Giselle was driving in that first scene where she's where they're they're practicing the court the court. It was like a silver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is 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 uh, I think it was a three seventy Z a Nissan three seventy Z. Yeah, that thing was cool, yeah, yeah. cool man. Yeah, yeah. Known known as like a drift missile, a very. Uh, capable <laughs> affordable car so andre's picking two very practical cars um because that, that that nissan z uh was probably one of the cheapest cars in the movie <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's it's a fantastic shoot machine uh i think um in tokyo drift i think uh dk 
Drift King drives a heavily modified one as well. Um, Rob, what, what would you have as your second car? <laughs> no, it's Chris. Chris, Chris, Chris. 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 Into oblivion, like I was, I was all aboard. I was like, "Yo, I, I want to watch some James Bond." Oh, he drives the Austin Martin. He flips it within like two minutes of getting it, and it's gone for the rest of the movie. Um, I think he does like uh, he uses it as a defibrillator, um, which is not a very impressive feat for cars. Um, if you pull up to the traffic light and you go, "I got a defibrillator in my Austin yeah, Martin," you're not, you're not, you're not, not going to get any street cred um, or respect, and and sometimes that matters more to people. Um, so sorry, Chris Ho. Um, do you okay. have a second car choice? My second car choice is the armored truck that The Rock drives into the parking garage, which essentially negates the need for any kind of stealth plan. You basically have this drifting course that they've created. You know what? We don't need that. We need an armored car to drive directly into the city. <laughs> piloted by the rock and that that other girl the girl who's still uh, whatever anyway and the rock just just going through everybody for that yeah that's my uh yeah yeah that, that that's, <laughs> a, that's a that's a that's a gerha l-a-p-v um costs about 700 uh k-u-s-d so that's that's i'm surprised no one picked that first do you remember earlier in this show when somebody was asking about whether or not the rock had a towel boy to wipe him down yeah. I actually think Chris was probably hoping that that job exists <laughs> for future productions. I've been sending resumes like uh, to the rocks. Uh, Chris, he day, has like, a, his own social media channel where he's just patting people down <laughs> as you know to say, "Hey, look at my reel. I'm telling you, I can do it." Every month, every Monday, if, my, my if uh, the rock was if the rock was up. if the rock drove a jock strap in this movie, Chris would have picked it. He'd be like, "Ah, the rock's jock strap. That's what I'm thinking. That's the best armor he wore. That's it." All right, cool. All right, thanks, thanks, guys, for playing along. Um, and uh, if d does anyone have an idea for a movie, a spinoff with those characters that they got, or is that too short notice? <laughs> Well, my character's dead, so. <laughs> well, no one, ever, no one ever really dies because clearly Letty is back in the grave, and so is Han. So uh, yeah. you know, everyone, every, yeah. no, no one is truly dead in the Fast and Furious universe. Uh, I actually have. I, a, uh, I have. Sorry, go ahead. No, I, I what want. Are you talking about they, they set up a freaking wicked movie in that the it, Madrid with Han and Giselle. Pretty cool, yeah. yeah. An amazing city, like two wicked, uh, wicked characters, and it could be, it could be anything, man. Like she, th she knows that he, she's ex-military. Maybe, maybe her, I don't know, her country wants her back or something because she, you know, whatever. But that'd be wicked, man. Okay, so I, th I think Andre's got it. We don't need to play that. Game. I think uh, so. We want Gal Gadot, uh, Sung Kang. In, in a separate, um, out of uh, either prequel or some type of weird Tokyo Drift uh, style well, movie yeah, slotted in there somewhere. No, the what about Tokyo? I'll get there. We'll get there eventually. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. You can just have the adventures of the two of them, right? You, the, question, the correct one is you want more Kurt Russell. You want Mr. Nobody. You want you want a ragtag. He's, he's not in this movie. I'm just saying. You just like, need them. You just need to secretly show up in these movies. Yeah. He's, he's always there watching. But uh, save, save it for Fast Nine, Steve. We need, we need all. We, we need Fast and Furious six to eight. 
to combine with our fascinating. When do night. I get to do my Ryan Reynolds pitch movie? I'm just waiting for the time I can talk more about Ryan Reynolds. He, he doesn't show up. He was in that last movie, so you got to wait. He does exist in the Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, he's yeah, yeah. canon in the Fast and Furious universe. I need more him and The Rock. But yeah, we'll talk about that yeah. later. And, and, and Kevin Hart. So you can yeah. have Kevin Hart as well. Um, so yeah, the points in the game were all irrelevant. Chris O wins because he picked Tyrese. Um, and you guys should have seen that coming um, 100%. <laughs> hey, I actually have a, I have a serious question I want to ask kind you guys of stuck before with it, we yeah. <laughs> I have a serious question before we actually go. Um <laughs> And we, I talked about this last week, and with about some of the, the 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 language and the themes that were used in the first movie, and then you know you look at this. This is a 2011 movie. This is well before the Me Too movement. And I was thinking about it when when uh, Giselle, you know, and Han are trying to figure out how they're going to get the handprint from, uh, you know, whatever. And yeah, and and he goes and he's like, you know, touching her ass, and the guys are all joking about it afterwards, like, oh, did he smack that ass? And they they use that joke a couple of times throughout that movie. Um, and so I wondered if do you think that. I mean, number nine was kind of filmed right around the time just after the Me Too kind of had uh, not peaked, but was at the, its height. Do you think that future movies will then stray away from the from that tone? Uh, the I guess we could say that somewhat of the exploitation of, of hot women <laughs> and and whatnot. Do you think it, it will shift and will that then change the, the the tone of the movie? Like, I'm just I don't know, like we always joke about stuff, but I'm kind of interested no, no, in what your thoughts there. are. Rewatching Fast Five and when Roman says the stuff he says to Giselle, it was really wrong. Like the like talking like when she gets the motorcycle, like what he says is you would never ever would say that. And all, like even when they talk about the money, he refers to it as like a device, like a, for him to get something else. So just <laughs> his manner of the movie is so gross. You're like this guy's just a sleazy dude. <laughs> You're like, this is bad. Yeah, no, Go back. no the, the, the line is, um, what what time do those legs open, I think? And she whips out the gun and points yeah. it right at him as soon as yeah. I, I pull the trigger, which I think was actually a pretty good stance, like mm -hmm. a good look for her to uh, shut him down like that. Um, but yeah, I, I think, um, I don't know wh whoever else has thoughts on it. I think maybe now, I don't think Gal Gadot does that same scene and they figure out some other way to well, do even, it. Even when Terry talks about money, he's like, oh, that could be a lot of something, something. And you're like, oh, this is not not <laughs> cool. So, yeah, it, it's it's very yeah, appropriate for today. <laughs> yep. Like, even Andre? Michelle Rodriguez had, like, a whole rant about, it, like, not getting a, a strong female lead in these, these types of, you know, bro-fests and things like that. So, yeah, it's definitely going to change in Fast 9, I would think. I feel like... Letty will have a huge role in Fast Nine, like just like because because of the that I don't know. <laughs> Let's see what happens at Fast Ten because I think this is too much of a bro Fast Nine. Anyway, with John Cena, so. <laughs> let, let's, let me just comfortably say it's not going to happen. Let's hope for F Ten to be balanced because F Nine seems like a bro. So, all right, cool, cool. Uh, Andre, did you have anything on that on that subject or? No, no, no. It's, I think we covered it. I, it is yeah. what it is, right? Like uh, times change. It. Times times change, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll keep it moving. I, I think Gal Gadot was really good in this movie. I think uh, upon the rewatch, she did turn out to be one of my favorite uh, members of the crew to watch. Yeah. Um, so l let's just wrap this up by with uh, overall thoughts. If you have your rankings. 
of 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 the movies like uh, i don't know if you want to just do your your top three of 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 all of them or what we've watched i wasn't really clear in, in defining what you want to do so if you just had a little something um definitely uh mention it now so let's let's let andre go first um how do you feel like we know you're a big fan of this franchise um is fast five your favorite of of all of them or is it fast five and onwards becomes your favorite no i think i i think fast five is the best uh is the best film it's my it's my favorite uh film of them um and uh i would i would probably rank it something like five seven and then four um you know, it was sad with um, uh, Paul, Walker. Paul Walker dying, okay. but I think they, mm. I think, man, what a, like, it's just, it's such a great big action fest movie. Like, it's good, you know, like, I think, I think you would have been proud of it, you know, and, and, and I think that's what we, a lot of people, or maybe they don't, but uh, you, you got to recognize that this movie almost, the series almost came from nothing. Nobody expected it to get where it was going. Uh, I, I think it's way better than it than it than it has any right to be, and and I think it's 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 super cool. I don't want it to go on forever, um, you know, but uh, but I think I think where they've gotten is just a testament to the effort of the people, you know, involved and in, and in believing in it. Um, and I think this one was the was the turnaround piece, and uh, and um, they it, it it found its footing you know and it and it, it like to me like you know we, we mentioned Stu mentioned this putting together it's avengers like i i like fast five better than probably 70 80 percent of the marvel movies you know like this this was a movie that delivers on like on action and it and it raises the bar you know and and everyone is every every scene is bigger than the last and 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 like there's some marvel movies that can't say that you know and a, a couple like Captain Marvel comes to mind and Ant-Man like they're just they're just you know not not in the same so I think this is a huge movie and and I think it does a lot for uh the franchise does a lot for um actors and personalities from all over the all over the globe you know uh and and I think for that you know props props to all the people involved yeah all right. So, uh, all right, Stu. Um, what what do you, what do you got? Do you have a ranking at all? Is it uh, I do. Your uh, number one. Five, yeah, Fast Five is number one. Um, Fast Seven is number two, and Fast Six is number three. So those are my top three. Um, I, I think Andre spoke eloquently about why one and two are the way they are, and and I feel the Fast Six kind of has the most. From my opinion, the most ridiculous scenes, including the, the longest uh, <laughs> infinite runway. runway yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it has moments where you have the Han and Giselle thing, and all these other things that happen. You're like, what in the world? Like, it just escalates that stuff. Like, I do have a special place in my heart for the Fast and Furious, the first one. But when it comes to pure action, and as Andre said numerous times, it's entertainment. Like, this is. I don't need to know anything about these characters. I don't need to know a backstory. I can just go in and watch it as opposed to the Marvel stuff. When, when you have so much information about characters, you can nitpick them. Like, I think they do this. I, when I watch a fast movie, I don't care what they do. I'm like, I'm not going there. I'm like, why, what would Vin Diesel do in this situation? I ponder <laughs> what, what, what pray tell would he do? It's like, oh, I'd probably grab a wrench and hit someone in the face. I'm like, and carry on. So uh, yeah, I, I, I enjoy these movies most because those three are the like perfect popcorn and enjoying movie theater with your friends. And like Chris said before, that moment when you can jump up and then you could do the hand movement and no one will, everyone just laughs at you and we just clap and then you just carry on. You can't do that in an Avengers movie. People will actually beam you with stuff. So. <laughs> 
people take <laughs> Avengers. People take the Marvel stuff way too seriously. To to Andre's point, like take it as like as like a religion and church, and like everything has to be continuity wise. But these fast movies constantly break the rules and do wacky stuff all the time. So they're it's perfect. So, yeah. Yeah. Go all ahead, right. Chris. Cool. All right, Chris. Chris, go ahead. What What do you What do you do? Do you Do you uh, put five because of the rock at number one? Yeah, I, I put. Uh, uh, quick Quick story yeah. is you saw Fast and Furious one before I did in yeah. theaters, and you were the one that came home uh, late at night after seeing the movie. And was like, John, you got to go see this movie. It's got <laughs> It's got all these cars in it, and they they show the engine and everything like exploding yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So me and my buddies went to see it. I don't know if it was the following week or whatever because. We did. We didn't even plan to see it until until Chris came home and it was yeah. like, "This is awesome." I just I just remember it was at uh, First Markham that that Cineplex there. Uh, I just remember a lot of people like when we were in the parking lot driving off. A lot of people were redlining their Corollas and their Camrys that uh, out of that parking lot. <laughs> it was really funny because <laughs> everyone was just so like it's like jacked about that movie. So yeah, uh, my ranking. You know, I, I'm gonna go chalk here. Like with these guys, just five is the best for me. I actually put number one second. I just. You know, I just think it just it has like a special place in like the culture, and then obviously the one that started it all kind of thing, and then introduced those characters to you. And then I have six, seven, eight, three, four, two, just to do. All <laughs> <laughs> what, so, what? So, too fast, too furious. Last place, unfortunately. Yeah, like the oh, only I remember from yeah, 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 the worst, yeah. the worst, <laughs> worse than worse than worse than Tokyo Drift. Oh, the worst. Yeah, yeah Tokyo Drift I is way so. higher. Yeah, yeah. higher. Yeah. yeah. I just wanted to mention one thing about the importance of, of Paul Walker. Like Andre kind of touched on it. Like and Andre's favorite scene from this movie, it's kind of like it illustrates kind of why you need Paul Walker in these things. And it's basically they're both fighting somebody on that train. Vin Diesel's throwing guys off the train with like one arm, no issue. Like he's like a superhero. But Paul Walker is is essentially fighting one guy on the thing, and he's having a really hard time to doing it. Like he's like your everyman. He's the guy that kind of needs to be there. And I think in the later movies, that's kind of missing. I'm thinking. With the reintroduction of Han, maybe he can be that guy. So yeah, I was just saying like that. It's unfortunately you know Paul Walker passing and things like that. I think he was a huge, important piece to this franchise, mm-hmm. and, I, and, I, and I just wanted to mention that. But yeah, based on yeah, trailers, yeah, yeah. Han looks like a badass. I don't think that's that guy. <laughs> Sniping people from a building. I don't, I don't, like, I don't think that's it. Man. Well, I hope he's like jumping on another car and like struggling to like you know take out the he, guy inside. He of it probably or do it while eating a bag of chips, yeah. as I opposed to you know Vin Diesel who can vault a hundred feet in the air, land on his back, no issue, or like use his foot to stomp and destroy an entire parking structure. So his Hulk stomp. Yeah, Chris, Chris, Chris puts it really well. Like Paul, Paul Walker, especially for me, was the heart of this franchise so on the loss of him um when we get to my turn you're not going to see actually a lot of the after movies rank highly for me um but let's let's let rob take it away rob you're fresh off rewatching all five of them together with your son i don't know if rewatching them with your son has would have changed your rankings or not um you know, I, I, so I'm, I'm not going to rank the other ones. I, <laughs> I have, I have seen the other ones, um, but it's been so long. I, I can't, I can't recall every, so I'm, I'm just going to go based on the, f- the first five. Yeah. I, I will say just a couple of things. One is that my, my issue with these movies, again, I'm not a car guy. So I know that a lot of, and even my, my colleagues here, they love, these cars and so that it gives them the, that extra boost uh that jazz of seeing these movies for me i i don't give it doesn't i have no affection i these hands are made for loving not for physical labor so, so i don't you, care so you you cars. you rob who who criticized the hat hat backwards and back, hat forwards and changing aspect ratios yes did you not notice the dodge chargers um that they stole as police cars changed into different dodge chargers when they turned matte no. black 
Yeah, no. it's actually a different um, generation. They're completely different chargers. That right. bothers the shit out of me. But anyway, okay. um, you know, I, I didn't notice that. I just thought yeah, yeah, they yeah. them black. Yeah. No, the that's, flat, that's if you, just if you like look at the, the basketball yeah. in uh, Top Shot, John. Or whatever yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, so, <laughs> For so, me. So quickly, those black, those flat black chargers, if you look at the back, the taillights are completely different. It's the same one that I used to have, Andre. And then the ones that they stole is the newer generation with a long taillight. And it's very apparent. They have different... They have very different architecture if you look at them closely. But sorry, Rob, go ahead. No, <laughs> that, so, that's my hat backwards, forwards, Rob rant. <laughs> so I can only I can only base on the five. Now we'll say that no, you know, I, I the the biggest problem I have with this movie, I feel they're very long. The first four movies are about an hour and a half to an hour and forty five minutes, and then all of a sudden these things like with Nos jump to the two fifteen to two thirty and two forty five mark. Like these, I feel that this. I feel like the perfect time for this movie is about an hour and 45 minutes. I find that there's a lot in there that could just, and it, it, it it's like kryptonite to me. I get sleepies uh, on these movies for whatever reason. So hold that on a second. Said, hold on. Sorry, Rob. <laughs> you four hour, 20 minute Snyder cut. And you're like, give me more. Give yes. me more. Yes. I'll drink yeah. it. I want to see the flash comb his hair. I want to yeah. see the flash. Press <laughs> I want to see Ben Affleck. Dude. <laughs> This yeah. movie had like 10 characters that needed to have some time and two hours and 10 minutes was too yeah. long. It was two hours and, and 15. Grid. No, it was two hours it's and 15. No, because you know what though? I just found that I, listen, I yes, I found that the, this movie and I find the other ones, if I can remember correctly, I find that there's a lot of exposition that's not needed. And I know it sounds hypocritical because we don't, <laughs> I, I wasn't a fan of the flash putting the hot dog back in. I didn't like that scene. But I would still take four hour Justice League movie <laughs> over this. Anyways, that being said, um, my rankings, I would probably go with I would go with five. Um, I actually I don't mind Tokyo Drift. And I to be honest with you, I don't mind number two. I thought John Singleton directed number two. And I, he didn't get the credit, I think, that he deserved stepping into what Rob Cohen had kind of laid down. John Singleton is, uh, well, sorry, was because he passed just last year, uh, a phenomenal director. And I and I don't think he got the credit he probably deserved in taking that and stepping into an already pre-existing universe um, uh, as a one-shot director. So I'd probably go five, three, four. But I, to be honest with you, I, I really think four and two for me are almost side by side. So I, I actually don't mind number two. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I, I, I love number two and it's kind of smoking <laughs> the bandit uh, feel, but I feel like they almost got like, they redid it with, with four. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I like what Andre was saying earlier. Um, like I, I've definitely rewatched this more than times than I've watched um, a lot of the Marvel movies, other than Winter Soldier, I think Winter Soldier is going to beat uh, a lot of my rewatches, except for maybe Fast and the Furious one. Um, so I, I was actually torn if, if before this rewatch. I would have put Fast and the Furious number one first because of the nostalgia and and just the the the, the moment in history and, and what it meant to me. Um, but but I think I, I flipped it now. So upon the rewatch, I think five is a fantastically put together. Um, evolution of action film like i i guess we'd have to pinpoint exactly when when the action films just kind of started leveling up leveling up leveling up and i think fast and furious 5 is definitely in the discussion of whenever action movies kind of achieve this next level and then we started seeing six hundred thousand hundred million dollar box offices and stuff like that uh and then i would only be able to maybe pick a third place and i think it would be fast and the furious um six which is i think the last one with 
Paul Walker in its entirety. And then yep. seven, I think, is where he passed away. And they kind of had to piece together um, what was left. Like, like I said, Paul Walker passing, heart of the franchise for me, uh, even so much so that the other ones, I think I think I wasn't ready to watch them. I rewatched a couple of them during this pandemic, and I think I appreciated them more. I don't know if it was a point in, in grieving this loss of this celebrity idol that I had. Um, so I, I definitely have to go back and watch them, and I think a lot of them are going to rank higher because I was kind of critical of them uh, at, at a certain point. So, But I'm, but I'm glad um, everyone uh, pretty much unanimously chose Fast Five as as the best of the franchise so we're gonna see if nine um can top that with no. the addition of john cena is he <laughs> no. gonna create on, is I he gonna create right now, the new. effect i can tell you right now new <laughs> fast five is an achievement among achievements i do not think that it's that sick. it will ever be usurped yeah. outside of maybe fast like 11 the final movie which they'll bring everyone back in the kitchen sink but i can tell you right now it is no way are you going to have more fun than watching Fast Five. It is the pinnacle of all the Fast yeah. movies. Like everything since it's been a shell. Even though they've gotten bigger in Dubai and they've gone to like like submarines and like they're going to space. Like nothing will match Fast Five. It's just perfect. What like, what if Gal yeah. what if Gal Gadot comes back for the next one? She won't. Like, no, no, <laughs> no. She's too no expensive way. now, and she's Wonder Woman. So yeah. That's yeah. why she survived. She just, <laughs> she just rolled off the plane. She tucked and rolled, and we didn't. <laughs> it. Uh, that, that plane was only going like ninety miles per hour. You know, it's fine. Tuck and roll at ninety. It's fine. Tuck and roll. Tuck and roll. <laughs> it, it, well, actually, actually, Leon from the first movie actually scooped up and grabbed her and took off, just like he did with uh, Letty and Letty and Dom in the first movie. So we're gonna oh. see that tie together. Oh um, God, I would pay anything to see Leon again. That. <laughs> you you could probably kickstart it and get him a cameo in, in the movie. I'm actually surprised <laughs> he doesn't even get a cameo. But anyways, archival so footage to Fast Nine, which opens. Uh, on, is it this coming the 25th, Rob? Is that is that? I thought I think it's the 29th. No, I think it's like midweek because they're leading into the the uh, July 4th weekend. Isn't Fast mm-hmm. Nine? I want to I want to say it's this weekend. Otherwise, we probably would have tried to squeeze in another Fast and the Furious for next Monday. Um, to, to we can still can. I think I think Rob is right. I think it's like the twenty eighth or 29th. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we could watch the the rest of them. We'll we'll we'll, we'll have a little discussion and see what we want to do. Um, does anyone have any Andre? Do you have anything else that you wanted to mention about this? Um, a lot of people um are very surprised how much you like this series, but I totally can see it. Um, it has no previous existing thing that it has to hold up to. It's it's pretty much completely new and original. In, in its thing. So I don't know if you want to, if you have I any think, closing. I think that's, that's part of the magic is because, you know, you know, you never know where it's going to go. And they drop these lines like, Oh, I had a life before this. And, and, you know, like even, even Vin Diesel talking about his father, he was a race car driver. Then he used to cook for the whole uh, neighborhood. No mention of his brother. <laughs> yeah, no, no mention of his brother. Hey, don't worry. They'll talk they about can, that. Don't worry. They can, don't worry. They can kind of squeeze. Yeah, we don't talk about him. Yeah. And I think that the, the magic of it is, 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 realistically like these this is that movie where you know like Stu said you want to be entertained and you're not going in with any with any baggage of knowledge of of these characters and they can push the envelope each time because that's what the franchise is 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 all about now right so yeah maybe if they do end up in space like the rumor is maybe that'll be a little bit too much but if you realistically think about what they've built with this franchise 
if they ever did, uh, what was Kurt Russell's character, Mr. Nobody? What if Mr. Nobody does recruit them and says, I'm now going to call you guys, you know, uh, G.I. Joe 1 or whatever. You're like, holy crap, this is the origin of a spec ops team. Like, they had these abilities, they had these things. And you, like, it could be that badass team that you always saw, but you never knew how they came up. And you could be like, holy crap, there was 10 movies about how these guys got to this level. And now they're called you know, whatever force or action force or whatever, you know, I'm just not saying that that's what's happening. You could get like, you're like, holy crap. That's can, that's, I, can I throw the proposal? Can we, can we call them the dark universe and that uh, each will have a nickname? Like Vin Diesel will be the wolf man. And, uh, <laughs> each will be, uh, Frankenstein. And then, and then haunting me, the invisible man. If you can, if you can add Tom Cruise to the franchise, then let's, let's do it. Oh, let's, man. let's, let's, let's universal owns this. And guess what? They also own the universal monsters. Let's, let's just bring them together <laughs> and then yeah. call them the monster squad. And then they can just do whatever. And they're the dark universe. Let's keep on rolling. But, uh, <laughs> that, right, sorry, sorry. the ultimate, the ultimate multiverse crossover. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Right. Yeah. So sorry. The movie does. It, it is this weekend. It's the twenty fifth. Um, yeah, yeah. But we don't know in Ontario that there's no. It does not look like we will have access to this movie digitally. It looks like we yeah. will be somewhat pooched, which is kind of shitty to be honest with you. But uh, unless anybody wants to do a road trip to Quebec, I think yeah. we are SOL. So all right. So we can all still right. do another podcast uh, yeah, yeah. about the rest of the movies. Let's, let's, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll wrap it up and do like a final discussion. Any final thoughts on this one, I guess, Stu and, and Chris, before I kick it to to, to Rob? I would say no. that the, the, the joke was always, oh, they're going to go to space now. They're going to go to space. Now the joke is, well, see, they're going to space in the, in the trailer, I guess. And then now the joke is, are they going to cross over with like Transformers or something? Do you think they'll actually do that? Jurassic Park. <laughs> no. Jurassic Park. Transformers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We'll see. All right. Uh, All all right, thank you very much, guys. So Rob's going to close up the show. He he actually knows uh, exactly what the plan was before it got hijacked by Hobbs and his team. So if you can explain what the plan for the heist was um, before it got kiboshed. <laughs> You're not even trying well, to make something up, Rob. <laughs> yeah, uh, so my understanding is that the plan was... <laughs> For Dominic to go shopping in uh, to get new outerwear because he was running out of clean white uh, tank tops and was trying to find more of a of a more tight fitting shirt to match the rock, but alas, things went awry. I got nothing. I, I guess the, the plan should have been to steal that car from the rock and just slam into the station and just pull everything out. Um, but anyways, um, you want to close up the show for us, Rob? I think we're, I think we're pretty much done here. Yeah. I just want to say thanks everybody for, for tuning in. Lots of great comments, lots of, uh, you know, great interaction. We appreciate it. I appreciate everybody in their, in their time, you know, Stu, Chris and, and, uh, and Andre, thanks, you know, for coming on and discussing it um, and your love for it. It's, you know, we can all, we disagree about lots of movies and this and that. Um, I, I would, you know, Andre, my, my brother from another mother, uh, I would prefer four and a half hours Justice League over a two and a half hour fast movie, but that's just me. Um, but but I, I really, I really appreciate well, no, everybody so doing no, uh, it. Dave, it fun. So one cut we, for this movie. <laughs> yeah, we, uh, yeah, Jason, uh, Justin Lincut. Um, we know, I think we're not quite sure what's happening next week, uh, on the psychic show. Although I think I have an idea, I'm going to discuss it with John off air. 
but uh, I have I have this craving for a little a little face off. So we'll see. Um, <laughs> but uh, we will uh, we'll talk. About- <laughs> Yeah. Uh, at any rate, we'll talk about that. And uh, and yeah, that's it. Uh, uh, if you haven't caught the main Heroes World podcast that came out yesterday, you should do so. We review Loki episode two. Andre is smitten with it. Um, so you definitely <laughs> want to check out his review there. We also <laughs> we also talk about um, uh, good comic book dads and, and ones that aren't so good. Um, so, uh, we talked there and then Andre also, he dropped some pretty cool, uh, I have spoken stuff on what you can pick up at the store. Um, and, and I'm wondering if either one of you have listened to my request and put aside those James Bond cards, but if you want to know what I'm talking about, tune into yeah. that, uh, podcast and, and check us out. Yeah. All right, cool. And any any uh, any nine zero five episodes coming out this week, uh, Rob? Or are you on hiatus? <laughs> I noticed you didn't mention it, but I figured I just in case you forgot. I, no, no, no. I've I've got a bunch. I got I got stuff. I just got to get down to editing it. So we'll we'll uh, it should be soon. I, I love how we just make fun of Rob for not putting out content. This is really great. <laughs> I got a day job, guys. I'm on. I'm on hanging out in Rio. You know. You know, saying this is Brazil. You know. So, <laughs> Stallone went to Brazil now. Damn. Oh my gosh. It's getting That's around. The worst Vin Diesel ever heard. <laughs> Have you seen Vin Diesel recently? He he he's a caricature of himself now. It's it's he's very puffy and swollen. So he's he's not really Vin Diesel anymore. <laughs> Anyways, he'll get, he'll get there. I got nothing. <laughs> he'll get there. All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Uh, definitely check us out. Uh, the Sidekick Show is also available on the audio as well, too. Links in the description. Um, and, yeah, as usual, uh, like, subscribe, uh, share. Thank you so much, everyone that does it. Uh, thank you, all you guys, for joining us and uh, joining me and, and, and putting up with my shenanigans. And, and thank you, Rob, for putting up with my shenanigans each week. So uh, yeah, thank you very much, Love folks. You. We'll catch you guys on the next one.